Hello, my name is Dave Graney. I am an underworld musician of many years standing. I'm here to ask you to tune in to my fellow traveller, my comrade, Radio Caramel. Welcome along to Definitive Breaks here at Radio Caram. I'm Tina and yeah, you're tuned in to another session tonight. Um, on today's show, I have a special guest here in the studio, Melbourne-based contemporary artist, illustrator and muralist, Dan Lynch. Welcome to the show, Dan. Hi, Tina. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. It's great to be here. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, um, you're here to have a nice chat and play some tunes. Did you find it okay? Yeah, I did. No worries at all. Oh, wow. Um, so, you're a local here and you have some projects on the go at the moment. Can you tell me about your latest project that you've got on? Um, yeah, I can. Uh, well, I've got a couple on the go, actually. So, one's like a um, mural I've got to do. Um, so... Uh, yeah, that's uh, coming up at a, at a local cafe here in not so much Karen but uh, Chelsea. So I've got to do that, and I also have another one in Karen which I've got to do. So, what type of murals are they? Um, one is uh, going to be a portrait of MF Doom, and one's wow. going to be here. Yeah, so mm-hmm. one, well, not there's another one be of uh, Voltron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the old '80s cartoon. And then the others are going to be like a shark and a crab. So, wow. So interesting stuff there. So, um, yeah, it'll be good. So it's sort of a piece of graphic artwork that is – so is it painted directly to a wall or is it in a public space or private space? Yeah, both, they're both, uh, both public spaces. So one's sort of um, undercover in a decking area at the rear of the venue and one's sort of more um, – Oh, at the rear? No, no, at the rear of the venue. Oh, I thought you said at the rear of the <laughs> no, rear no, hotel. No. I'd love to do one at the rear hotel. It'd be good. Yeah. Um, no, at the rear of the venue, and it's sort of more enclosed, and the other one's sort of um, one wall on the side of the beer garden, on the outdoors. So, okay. Yeah, yeah so. They're very good. popular now at the moment, the murals. Yeah, they are, yeah. So mm. what techniques and um, do you use the designs for these pieces? Um, usually, I uh, you know come up with my own designs and just draw them out first and uh, and go from there. Uh, otherwise, um, if someone wants something specific, you know, I go from a photographic reference and uh, just paint it up from there. Um, so technique, I, I use brush. I don't use aerosol. I've uh, never tried that, so I've, mm-hmm. um, that's something I sort of plan to do in the future one day. I have a go at it, see if I like it, but. Um, yeah, just, you know, use paint and brushes. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't know that um, with street art, you know, it's protected by copyright, so the artist automatically owns copyright, which means that you cannot use a mural in any commercial way without the artist's consent. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's true, yeah. It's sort of, um, 
once an artist or of any form puts something you know out there into the public domain, they they you know automatically entitled to the copyright of it. And yeah, they got to get like, permission to use it for any commercial or any other use like that. Oh, okay. So that's and, pretty good. And is it like a, lo- a long process to complete? Um, depending depending upon uh, you know the size, the detail, and whether it's you know you know color or black and white, no, mm-hmm. those kind of things you know always come into play. Like doing something like a you know massive detailed dragon uh-huh. compared to like a smiley face emoji on a yes. wall you know the details quite different so the longevity of the of the project can uh, vary because of that okay and the eagle one where, where's that uh the griffin okay yeah yeah that's um yeah that's in uh, lord and master barber okay in chelsea yeah yes yes i know that yeah um yeah talking about murals i remember there was um this shocking story about this beautiful mural that was painted along um station street in Carrum. there was like a local icon there uh norm stevens which really sort of upset people um it was situated above a shop and um you would see it driving past many times and um someone just sort of painted over it without even getting a permit and um you know this iconic mural was even crowdfunded you know by people you know for it to be painted and um yeah so and it was a part of Karam and it was just really sad that someone just decided to paint over it of, of this you know gentleman like you'd seem like up high in the sky you know norm stevens and yeah i, I wasn't even happy about it when they um yeah. got rid of it i just noticed one day too i used to like sitting at the traffic lights there and uh, looking up you know, waiting for the lights to change to go and uh, looking up and, and admiring the piece of work. Yeah. And then one day I went to do that and went, oh, what? It's Where? gone. What it's happened like, to yeah, it? It was know. such a special um, piece of art and someone, you know, and they still haven't even done anything with that space, so it could have just stayed there. Yeah. Mm. yeah it's a, it was a real shame. So um, we're here to play some songs as well. Um, what's yep. your favourite, like one of your songs that you've picked? Um now, yeah. I've got, now I've got to find it. Yeah, that's all right. You get, it, get it queued up. We're getting it queued up. So, tell me about this song. Uh, the first one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is uh, a song by um, a British band, Idols. Mm-hmm. It's called Colossus. They just toured, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. Mm. I went and seen them. Yeah. How were they? Unreal. Just so, so good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's just like... That's part of the reason why I chose one of their songs because I was just I'm still blown away by the show, and they played the song and it just totally went off. So um, yeah, this is uh, Colossus by Idols. Okay, let's hear it. Hello, and we're back. So t- so how was the gig? Where was the gig? Where uh, was the Idols gig? It was at the, uh, the Forum in Melbourne. And, okay, uh, did yeah. it go off? Oh, it was incredibly. It was crazy. Um, you know, everyone just going off, singing along, jumping up and down. And the least thing got the wall of death happening in the very first song, mm-hmm. throwing beer cups all around the joint. It was, uh, it was awesome. Oh, wow. And they're British, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Oh, wow. Um, oh, that's good. Have you been to many gigs this year? Uh, since we've opened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to quite a few. So um, it's been good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Um, so let's move right along. Um, so you're an illustrator. Can you tell me of some of your, you know, favourite drawings or paintings that you do? 
Um, favourite drawings, I don't know. I don't know about my personal favourites, but I like to draw and, and you know, do illustrations of things that, you know, find um, you know, some sort of interest to me. And I think it's... Um, like what would you call your style of illustration? Oh, that's a really good question, actually. Uh I don't know. I guess it's got a um, comic book sensibility to it, but I also think it's quite realistic as well. Um, it's not like cartoonish as in sort of lampooning or, or satire. It's got a mm-hmm. sense. It's more realistic, I think, but it's, um, it, it's, it's a bit offbeat. There's sort of weird combinations in there, all that kind of stuff, but I wouldn't exactly call it surrealism either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really hard to pinpoint exactly what it, what it would be. So... Um, yeah, I don't know. I just draw things that sort of have appeal and, and you know, stuff that I enjoy. So mm-hmm. it becomes enjoyable and I just enjoy the process, really. Did you start drawing at a very early age? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I've drawn ever since I was a kid and mm-hmm. always had that sort of ability. And it just seemed, you know... Just so like you a, sort of had a natural ability to draw? Yeah, and it just sort of seemed normal. I went, no, oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of easy to do. Yep. And, um, you know, and then I sort of realised that uh, it sort of wasn't. So um, I went, ah, you know, this is something. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's sort of stuck with me since then. How do you sort of get inspired to produce a piece of artwork? Um, I don't know. Uh, I just sort of, you know, find myself uh, getting in some sort of zone and just want, want to fill that sort of void. Um you know, I often see things, uh, I get ideas, and I think, you know, that'll work, and I'll sort of write them down, or roughly sketch them out someplace or somewhere, mm-hmm. and, you know, and just later on sort of tackle them, see how they go. And, you know, it comes from there, or it could be just fan base, you mm-hmm. know, drawing musicians or whoever it may be, mm-hmm. um, like that. So, yeah, it's sort of a number of things, not, not one sort of specific point of inspiration, I, I guess. Okay, and do you have, like, so has your style changed over time, or...? Um, I, I don't think it's changed, but what I do see in it is the regression in um, the way it's executed. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at stuff from, say, no, 10 years ago, and which I, I thought, thought at the time was uh, pretty good, uh, but um, I... Uh, I look back now and I say, mm, that's not so bad. Uh-huh. But, um, and I look at stuff in comparison that I've done like very recently and I can see the improvement in my own self and that's sort of fulfilling in that sense. Oh, okay. Um, so you're a big fan of Comic Con and yep. you've had your own space there, uh, there in the artist alley. Can, I, can you tell me what Comic Con stands for? Um, what is it? Comic Con? Yeah, well, it's comic, convention. Yeah, convention. Comic yeah, book so, convention. Yeah, it's just yeah, comic conventions, abbreviated version of that. And the events that I've done uh, have been Oz Comic Con. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the Australian incarnation of the American Comic Cons. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so they sort of started up not that long ago. Uh, there's always been conventions here. Um, in Australia, uh-huh. um, there's like Supernova, which is um, totally Australian home based, and there was there was Armageddon, which was um, a New Zealand uh, convention, and they used to uh, do the rounds here in Australia, but it doesn't anymore. It's solely in New Zealand, back in New Zealand now, 
And uh, yeah, so so Ice Comic Helm was the, the newcomer. Okay, it's um, quite popular, isn't it? Because I always remember, I always see people dressed up. Yeah, yeah um, I've massive. never been to one. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're massive events. Like I, I went to one exhibited there. Um, what was it? Um, probably 2019. Um, Four things got you know shut down. Yeah, obviously, and and they had like seventy thousand people. Oh wow! Through the doors over the weekend. So yes. Yeah, so they they like to dress up in their sci-fi and their superheroes and villains, and um, yeah, and they take their cosplay really seriously, don't they? Oh yeah, they certainly do. Yeah, yeah. and you know, costumes that would take you know a long time to put together, and you know, time and money to make. Yeah, they, they put a lot of effort effort into it, and yeah, spend a lot of time, spend a lot of money just to get the right look, and um, quite often it pays off because you see a lot of. The cosplayers there, they just like almost look like the real deal. So. Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, it's, is it held in Melbourne every year or has it come back since COVID? Yeah, it has come back, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I went to it uh, last exhibit there, um, end of last year, uh-huh. and um, I couldn't do the because it's usually scheduled in about June, and um, I couldn't do this year. And I just recently got invited to go back because they're doing a second one in Melbourne this uh-huh. year. And it's Oz Comic Con Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, so doing one, doing a um, small, smallest scale convention, okay. you know, Christmas time. So okay, which is um, well, nice, nice to be invited back to that. So, but unfortunately, I can't do it because the timing of the actual scheduling of the the event is uh, doesn't suit me, unfortunately. No. So it's on the tenth of the eleventh of December. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, and so. so, what type of artwork were you promoting and selling when you had your stall there? Um, you know, just a lot of uh, sort of, I guess, fan art mm-hmm. is, is a coin phrase that they like to throw around. Yes. And, um, um, you know, a lot of my own sort of illustration work that I've got, I do a lot of poster art too, so I do my own sort of um, interpretations, unofficial interpretations of movies that, you know, I love and hopefully other people do too. So, um, you know, there's always alternative movie posters going around of a lot of films done by graphic artists you know from you know all around the place so uh-huh. so i'll do those and uh, put them out there and it goes pretty well people like them so your experience with um the artists uh, um ali was really well so you had a great time yeah i yeah. bet you had fun yeah I've done, I've done a number of them now so yeah i'm looking forward to um i you know, i'll send an email back to us comic con just recently when after they invited me to uh Christmas one and uh-huh. apologise saying I couldn't be there oh. but looking forward to next year and um, yeah yeah so uh, yeah I definitely go again so they're always um, good days and you know did you get to interact with um, a lot of people um, as in yeah oh yeah yeah as in just general public yeah 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 yeah, yeah. there's always people people come up to your stall and you know asking questions and you know I like this and it reminds your dad yeah and, you know and um, did you get to know or discover any local talent talent there um yeah yeah i have i've met a lot of people through um doing the convention mm-hmm. circuit and uh i th- i've got a good friend craig that um, we met on my on my very first convention he was in the booth next to me and he was his very first convention too oh. and um he's a very good illustrator craig and uh we've known each other ever since so it's pretty cool oh that's pretty cool so normally there's special guests at the show where the attendees have, you know, a chance to meet with all these famous star. Um, did you meet anyone 
or you know was there anyone you wanted to meet um yeah there's been a few actually uh, i met i met uh ash williams um who's he he's uh the main star out of the evil ed movies okay yeah so bruce campbell's acting name so i met him and um that was pretty pretty bizarre and uh quite funny I uh, did an illustration of him, you know, in his Evil Dead movie look, and um, he saw it and he uh, signed it for me and thought it was amazing. Oh, and uh, so that was, uh, that was uh, a, a bit of a trip. A moment? Yeah, definitely. And um, also Robert Englund, who is Freddy Krueger from the Nightmare on Elm movies. Oh, when, he, when was he here? He was... He was um, God, I think it was 2015. Was, I think that was one of my first ones I did too. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he, he looked at, looked at the illustration, did of him, and uh, he sort of snickered in this funny sort of evil way. And I went, "Well," and he said, mm, "Nice eyes." Like this. <laughs> and there he signed that too. So that was uh, that was a big moment too. Oh, great! Yeah. So we're ready to play another song. Um, you've picked. Do you want me to introduce it? Yeah, you've got definitely. This- Escape by Metallica. Tell yep. me about this song. Why do you like this song so much? Um, well, I've been a fan of Metallica from a very young age, and uh, I guess this is probably one of their lesser-known songs. Um, it's off the Ride the Lightning record, and uh, I, I guess you could say it's a bit of a filler track. Um, but what I really like about it is the lyrical content in it. It's about being your own person, doing your own mm-hmm. thing, disregard what everyone thinks, and just stick to your guns. Yep. So that um, when I discovered that as a young teenager, I uh, I really aspired to it, and, uh, and you know struck a chord with me. So yeah. Oh, wonderful! Okay, we'll have a listen. Yep, no worries. Okay, we're back here at Radio Karam. Um, nice to have Dan here. Nice to be here. Thank you for being here. Pleasure. Uh, so, um, what were we talking about? We were going to ask you who would become your biggest, art- who, you know, who was your biggest sort of artistic influence? Like, um, who inspires you? Yeah, um, there's quite a number of artists that really do. Um, when I was young, I used to read a lot of uh, 2000 AD comics, and in that, mm-hmm. it's got a character called Judge Dredd. Which some people would know. Um, Sylvester Stallone did a terrible yes. 90s movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, of that character. It's been remade uh, more recently to a much better version, just for the record. Um, but yeah, um, 2000D, which was an English comic. And uh, Judge Edward was one of my, Judge Edward was one of my uh, favourite uh, characters from the comic. And uh, there was each week it'd come out and have different artists. Um, working for that company they'll do a story or a series each time around and so those ones I really liked and ones I didn't like so much but um, there's one there called Ron Smith mm-hmm. who did in my eyes did Dread very well and uh, he inspired me so this me was a comic book that you, you used to get all the time yeah yeah okay yeah I used to collect them um, when I was like primary school start high school and is that why you wanted to draw as well like you got into drawing I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I used to have, you know, just, an, I guess, a normal attraction to the illustrations in, mm-hmm. in the comic books and just um, sort of aspire to those and thought, how do I get that good? And just, you know, sort of almost, you know, I, I like it 
to as a reference saying you know how musicians learn cover songs mm-hmm. uh, um, I used to learn by trying to draw as well as you know Ron Smith and, and the mm-hmm. 2000D com- comics and uh, things like that so yeah it's, it's definitely and the sort of honed my skills doing that kind of thing you know um, so yeah him uh, a little more recent artist uh, Pusshead is an artist from America He's done a lot of artwork for Zorlax skateboards mm-hmm. and Metallica. A lot of their um, sort of skull art you see on their T-shirts and that. That's done by Pusshead. And uh, that's where I first discovered it. And uh, his style and, and the intricacy of his detail was just something I was quite drawn to. Um, sort of more recently, uh, Derek Hess is an American mm, artist. i of him, yeah. 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 yeah he's great. He, um, he did an album cover for a blues artist called R.L. Burnside mm. and um, yeah and uh, Ask Pocket Full of Whiskey was the mm-hmm. record it was an uh, album R.L. did with um, John Spencer Blues Explosion mm-hmm. and the illustration on that was just like I was blown away by it like the style was just so cool I went yeah wow who is this dude and um, found out his name and sort of followed his artwork ever since Okay, so he's definitely a big influence for me and uh, more recent time another, another graphic artist called uh, is Croatian and I cannot pronounce his name surname properly but uh-huh. his first name is Daniel so that's okay, quite easy that's quite easy yeah yeah but I think his surname is Dijul and I've, okay. um, I've uh, purchased a lot of his books and uh, his style is very um, blocky and solid and mm-hmm. um, just really sketch style and it's got a really good mood to it so yeah I like that so if you ever had to collaborate with an artist just say who who would it be um and you had that opportunity uh, in this country i don't know um I, uh, oh. or, or, or worldwide we'll go worldwide we'll, we'll why go, not uh derek Esser, yeah, <laughs> so yeah okay. that's the obvious one i don't know but to hear um ben brown's a really good artist from sydney uh-huh. i love his stuff i'd love to um work on a piece with him so yeah so that would be your like if you had to describe your dream project that would be something you'd yeah, collaboration would be good. Um, another dream project would probably be like doing an album cover for a um, band. Yeah, or? band. Yeah, someone well established and quite well known. Mm. That'd be that'd be uh, amazing. Or or some sort of a uh, movie poster art or something mm-hmm. for a big film, okay. something like that. Yeah, that'd be sort of along the lines of my dream project. I love all those old um, poster art, those movie art. Posters from the 50s and 40s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too, yeah. The old uh, horror film ones mm. and all that kind of stuff. Love the style. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember – can I tell this story? <laughs> I remember yeah. buying this poster. We're, I think we are in Rome. Can I tell this story? Yeah. <laughs> sure. um, yeah, we are in Rome and – what was it? 2000, I think? It was just before the Twin Towers came down. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw this – these old old posters of um, a James Bond poster and it was Diamond Diamonds Are Forever in, in Italian and it was this amazing huge poster and like we had to get it and we got it framed and you know sits in the house somewhere awesome um, yeah so yeah um, mind you yeah fans of James Bond as well yeah seeing it so much growing up yeah, um, yeah. anyway um so you are also a fan of napkin art. Yeah, that's Tell right. me about that because you're always doing little, little yeah. 
yeah. doodling on napkins when you're out or something. Yeah, that's right. Um, I go to. Uh, it's a thing at the moment, it, isn't it? It is a bit of a thing. If you hashtag yeah. um, napkin art, you'll see lots of uh, uh, people doing na- um, drawings on napkins. So, yeah, napkins, beer cases, that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. It's when you're out and you just. I always have sort of a pen on me. Yeah. <laughs> and I just have the edge of draw and um, napkins are always sort of handy. Uh-huh. Um, the thing about it is... Do you take them with you or just leave them there? I leave them there. Yeah. I sometimes take them with me. Um, I've got this vision in my head of having an art gallery expose of a napkin art, but I don't know how it's going to go. So I, I tend to collect the ones really? I really like. Yeah, yeah. When's that? Uh, no, I know it's not definitely oh, happening, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. just something I just... Um, That's ace. I've got in my head a little plan. Maybe it'll happen, maybe not. I don't know. But um, but usually I just like to leave them there and let the wait staff collect them or, or see them and get a laugh out of them or whatever they, they do. Or they, mm-hmm. maybe they take no notice at all, just screw it up and throw it straight in the bin. But, um, but I'll usually leave them behind sometimes, yeah, as I say, keep them. But um, I, I go to uh, Trivia Night on a regular basis on, on Wednesdays, which is... Where's that? That's um, in Parkdale at uh, Warren Browns. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So I have a tendency to grab a napkin or two and start drawing away. And uh, much to my detest, my um, fellow quiz teammates. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I try and sneak it in between answering yep. questions. Mm-hmm. And um, I usually get it, get one one done each session. We go there, and the bar staff have taken a, a quite a shining to it, and then you know I've collected them all up and stuck them on the wall behind the bar. So that's Unreal. quite funny. That's really cool. Yeah. So wicked. So now we're gonna um, play um, your last song. Um, tell me about this song, Stooges. Ah, uh, yeah. Give me danger. Give me danger. Yep. This is. Uh, Iggy and the Stooges, which is like yep. the third or second coming of the Stooges, I, I suppose, off the Immortal Raw Power album. So um, this is just the ultimate song, um, and it's a real standout track from the record. So, um, yeah, it's always been a favourite of mine, and it's just really great. So The previous show before us now, um, we're talking about um, Iggy, how he just recently popped into Byron Bay for a week and no one knew he was around. Really? This year. Oh, wow. Like he just came came to Byron Bay just to chill for a week yeah. and then he just left. Oh, and wow. And that would be, he, he, that's the only person, you know, his question was, who would you like to meet, you know, yeah. and it would be Iggy. Yeah, yeah. amazing. So, that, yeah, so um, that was on the previous show, uh, Mark's show. Thank you, Mark. I, get, I just gave you a shout out. So um, here is Iggy and the Stooges, Give Me Danger. Hello, and we're back here at Radio Caram, here with Jan. So, um, I wanted to ask you, hate talking about lockdown, but, you know, being an artist, you would have had lots of time to yourself during lockdown. Did you have any lockdown projects? What did you get up to? Um, I wouldn't actually call them lockdown projects. It was just like, <laughs> <laughs> just my normal way just sitting under my lamp on my desk drawing every day and just you know in between watching movies and listening to records and um it's pretty much normal home life for me but um yeah it's certainly got your hour out of the day out we yeah yeah had to go exercise or whatever it may be but um but uh it certainly uh stopped me from going out to gigs and in you know movies or whatever you know to the pub and socialize and that kind of stuff so I did, I guess you could say, um, was a bit more proficient 
in that time mm-hmm. um, with the output I was I was illustrating. So um, that was sort of, I guess you could, in a sense, could call that a lockdown project. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was it was hard for us all, and um, but I'm sort of grateful. I had my own sort of thing to sort of knuckle down into and just sort of forget about what was going on. Yeah, I um I worked one day a week through lockdown because no one wanted to go in to do some of the stuff and I put my hand up and said okay I'll go in one day a week just to break up the week because homeschooling and all that was you know being home was doing my head head in I just didn't want to be you know I just needed to get away so then um, you know I was happy to they gave me a car spot everything I'd go away work and I'd walk the streets of the city and there were people still like I know it was completely dead but there were people doing murals in alleyways and there were still people doing their artwork when you weren't even allowed, you know, yeah. and they, they were on big beams as well. Um, and I thought that was fascinating, you know, that they were still allowed to do projects as well. Yeah. During were, lockdown. Yeah, were they actually allowed or they just went and did it, who knows, but um, good on them just yeah. to, not to have such a time inhibit their sort of, you know, creative outlet, I guess. Mm, mm, that's, that's right. Um so, oh well, that's good. Well, you got you got through it, didn't I you? I did. <laughs> Certainly, we all did. So, um, yeah, just uh, uh, we're all looking forward, aren't we? Yeah, um, yeah. And I was listening to an interview today on the radio how these DJs were touring overseas in Europe, like while we were in lockdown, and they were Australian. They'd still done about seventy gigs throughout Europe. Wow. During the summer or through that lockdown, and they were looking at us, going, "What's going on there?" Yeah, that's right. That's and crazy. Yeah, that was an interview I heard today. I thought, oh. Anyway, tell me. So you've got another project on the go. Um, I know you do a few poster arts for gigs. Um, do you ha- do you have anything on the go? Yeah, I do. I've got one in the pipeline, which I'm sort of doing a lot of sketch up art for, which is for quite a prominent. Uh, Australian musician um, for a gig that's happening next year mm-hmm. and I'm not real sure um, if I'm at liberty to say who it is or when it happens just yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just to promote you as much. You have to so, let us know when it's on. Oh, definitely. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll uh, get in touch and let you know all about it when I, when I get the green light. I mean, I probably can, but I'm not 100% Especially sure. Especially if it's local. Yeah, Gosh. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> it's, um, the promoters might not want me to, you know, blah, yeah. blah about it just mm-hmm. yet. So, But um, I can say I'm very excited about that little project. So, yeah, it's coming up for sure. Oh, cool. Um, so what else do you do outside of art? Um, as in general interests? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like to skate and, you know, just like going to the movies, going to obviously a lot of gigs, mm-hmm. which I sort of always enjoy. Um, music's a big thing for me, so... Um, Latest gig? Uh, yeah, it was the do? Idols, was the Idols show. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, sorry, no, I'm always... Been festivals? Yes, I have, um... Just last weekend, went to River Rocks down Geelong. So uh-huh. that was much more recent Did than you Idols. Um, so a bunch of good bands there. Uh, hard ons? Uh, hard ons with Tim Rogers. Um, split singing. system. So, you, yeah, split, split system. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah, they were sort of um, arrived there a bit late. So there was um, a new band called Grit, which I didn't uh-huh. get to see. They kicked off proceedings, which uh, 
I heard by all accounts were pretty good, but uh, Split System was the sort of first band I watched, uh-huh. and um, they were good. Fridge played, they were unreal, um, they rocked the house. Uh, Mark Kane headlined, they yes. were big and loud and heavy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, um, Casanova's played, mm-hmm. they were really good. Uh, yeah, the Hard-Ons with now Tim Rogers is a full-time member. Mm. So um, that was the first time seeing the Hard-Ons with him in it. And uh, it went over, interestingly, like it was sort is of... Is that normal? Is that his scene, like, It's yeah, quite heavy for him. Yeah. I guess a bit more rocking than you and mine yeah, and all that. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's, uh, seeing it was sort of seemed, seemed a bit weird, but... What happens is his voice actually really suits the hard on style, I, I think. So it fitted in well. Although, like, orally it sounded good. Visually, it just was a bit jarring. I mean, something all used to, I guess, but um, it's just like because the hard ones have been around for so many years. Yeah. He's not with Tim Rogers in the line. You just go, mm, you know, but he, vocally, he sounds really good. The funny thing about Tim Rogers is. He once did a Greek album with Greek music, like Grebetica. Like it was, and I, when I heard it, I thought, "Oh my goodness!" Like he's branched out to, like this, you know, the old blues, the old Greek music, and really? he tried, yeah, yeah, quite interesting. I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah. So, what's next for Dan? Tell us. I suppose um, your poster art. Yeah, poster art. Yeah, those um, two uh, mural projects are going to get on the go. Um, I've got to get in touch with my IT guy and get my um, online store up and running. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's in conjunction with my website. So that was meant to get up and going this, you know, by this time this year. But um, we just sort of, you know... Yeah, landed around mm-hmm. on it a bit, but definitely that's that's on the high agenda early next year. So that'll be good. So I can sell the print directly offline. So that'll be good. Okay. So and where can people find you? Um, you got an Insta? Yeah, I got an Instagram. Uh, just simply Dan Chart. Uh, uh, yeah, that's all it is. And um, Facebook's the same thing. Although uh-huh. I'm not very active on Facebook, I must admit. Yeah. Uh, I find Instagram much more. Um, mm-hmm. Better platform for what yes. I do. Yep. So that's at Dan Lynch Art. Yeah, that's one word. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And your website is danlitchart.com. That's right. There yeah, one go. word. Exactly the same as my Instagram. So, yeah. And uh, the link to my um, website's on the, stop, on the header of my Insta mm-hmm. as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, somebody needs to find that way. Lovely. Yeah. That's really good. So, Dan, thank you for sharing and making the time to come in to Radio Caram here. It's been fun and um, good luck with everything. Thanks for coming in. That's awesome. Thank you, Tina. It's been great. Much pleasure to be here and uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Bye. Hi everybody, this is Wit from Spiderbait. When I'm passing through Karam, aside from slowing down to 50 kilometres an hour and reminisce about doing the Eel Race Road Rumba or the Watley Street Wiggle, I like to tune in to Radio Karam and get down with the good vibes. Don't worry about a thing. Because Atticus Health 